Well, good morning, guys. So glad to be on here with you this morning. Hope you are doing well. Uh, it is a rainy day here in Bluffton, Indiana. And but it is still the day that the Lord has made. Also, I want to give a birthday shout out uh, to Denise Geisel. Happy birthday. I hope you have a fantastic day, Denise. I saw it was your birthday today and just want to say happy birthday to you this morning. Well, we are going to be doing a devotion this morning, and we will be doing a devotion in Romans chapter 8. Um, verses 1 through 4, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4 this morning. So yeah, praise God. God is so good. All right, so I'm going to pull the, the verse up on the screen for you guys to be able to see that as we work through it this morning. All right. So, we're going to read the text and then jump into prayer and then our devotion this morning. And we'll be in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4 this morning. And it reads, There is therefore... No, now, and we're going to focus on this word this morning, the now, now, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh, could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Speaking of condemned sin in the flesh of his son. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. All right, and we're going to stop there this morning. So, good morning, Diane, my mother-in-law. Uh, love you. Getting a message. Um. So, the main word we're going to focus on is the now this morning in our text. And I want to break that down a little bit for us this morning. And I believe it will be really, really encouraging um, for us in our walk with Jesus. The text says, there is therefore now 
No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, there's two ways that this now is applicable to us in the sense, number one, that it's a finally, it's like a breath of fresh air. Finally, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For those who are in Christ Jesus now. Finally, and what Paul was writing here is he's saying that now, because of what Christ has accomplished, we don't have to live under the condemnation that the law brought. What the law's purpose was, was to show us our sin, to show us where we had fallen short of the glory of God, where we had disobeyed God in our lives. And it had no power to, to bring us to a place of forgiveness. It had no power to bring us to a place of reconciliation with God. The law was a taskmaster reminding us over and over and over again how we have broken God's commandments, how we have not measured up to the standard by which God has called us to live. And Paul is bringing a breath of fresh air to these Roman believers and saying, finally, now, we don't have to live under this condemnation of the law because of what Jesus Christ did. He fulfilled the law. Remember, Jesus in his earthly ministry said that he did not come to abolish the law, the law is good according to the Old Testament because it shows us the character of God. It shows us what God is like. He is righteous. He is holy. He is, he is all those things. But we couldn't meet that standard of righteousness and holiness. Remember, God commanded, be holy as I am holy. Where there's a problem there. You and I are not holy like God is holy. So we we had this conundrum and we couldn't solve this problem. So the Son of God came in human flesh and he said he didn't come to abolish the law but to fulfill the law. He lived out the law perfectly. And as a man, remember God in Christ became a man. He was fully man and fully God. In his humanity, he lived out the law and lived it out for us. His active obedience of, the, of fulfilling the law uh, was, is applied to us as believers if we are in Christ. So now we don't have to live under the condemnation of the law any longer because of we live in Christ who fulfilled the law and his righteousness and his holiness is applied to us. So this is a, like a breath of fresh air. We don't have to live under this weight of condemnation, this weight of guilt any longer because of what Christ has done if we are in Christ. 
That's the key phrase throughout Paul's writings, this term, in Christos, in Christ. So what Paul is saying is he's rejecting any idea of universalism that all are in Christ, that all have been redeemed. He, He is rejecting universalism. And what he's really saying is that there's some in Christ and there's some that are outside of Christ. And if you are outside of Christ, the Bible is clear that you are still under the wrath of God, that condemnation that the law brought. But you don't have to stay there. You don't have to to remain there. God has made a way for you to not live under that guilt, that condemnation, and his wrath because he poured his wrath out on his son for you. That's how much he loves you. He, in the person of Jesus Christ, the son of God, became a man. And he fulfilled all of the law for you. Then he died and took the wrath that you deserved upon himself in order for you to no longer live under any condemnation. But now you could be in Christ Jesus forever. What an amazing truth that God has offered his son for us that we may have forgiveness of sins and not live under the condemnation that the law brought. And then there's another way that this word now in our text. Remember, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And what Paul is saying also is that if you're in Christ Jesus on the final day of judgment, you will not be condemned. What an amazing truth. Even though we deserved this condemnation, even though we deserve the wrath of God, God in the person of Jesus Christ took that wrath for us so that on the final day of judgment, we will not be condemned if we are in Christ. And Paul makes this point uh, for a little bit later in the text and I'm going to pull that up and show you guys that as well this morning. I think it um, is just a beautiful text. And we read it yesterday for those who are watching from First Reformed. We read this text in our um, reading um, yesterday in our church service. So we're going to read uh, Romans eight twenty eight through 30. And I want to show you a few things from this text this morning as well. It says, and we know, and we know, if we are in Christ, we know this. This is a truth that we can cling to. It's something, it's a knowledge that we have. And we know that the that for those who love God, uh, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his 
purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined. Wow. To be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he also he called, he also justified. Now, I want you to see something before we jump into the last part. This is all in the past tense. This is something that's already happened. In God's mind, these are things that have already happened. He has called us. If we are in Christ Jesus, we have been called. We have been predestined. We have been called. We have been foreknown. We, um, and then he says we have been justified. These are acts that have already happened if you are in Christ Jesus. But this last part, I want you to pick up because it's also in the past tense. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Now, we have not been glorified yet. We have not received our glorified bodies as Christ did at his resurrection. But in God's mind, the believer, those who are in Christ Jesus, have already been glorified in the mind of God. It's a done deal. The Bible says in Ephesians, Paul writes that we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit and that this seal was a guarantee. It was a promise that God would ultimately redeem us. And throughout the scriptures, we see this idea of already, not yet. We've already been redeemed. We've already been justified. We've already been glorified in God's mind, but it hasn't happened yet for us. Remember, God sees the end from the beginning, and we have a tendency to only be able to see the past and the present. We can't look into the future, but God can. So in God's mind, this is an event that's already happened. So we can rest secure in the fact that we have been redeemed and that we will not receive that final judgment of God on the final day of judgment at the seat of Christ. We will not be judged because we are in Christ and Christ took that judgment for us. What a phenomenal truth this morning about uh, the wonderful grace and mercy of our God that we don't have to live right now in any condemnation. We don't have to live under the condemnation that the law brought. We live free in Christ who fulfilled the law for us. Are we going to blow it sometimes in sin? Absolutely. Remember John, 1 John uh, 1.8 tells us that, you know, we're going to sin. But we can come to Christ, repent, and the Bible says that he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We don't have to live under condemnation. 
because we are in Christ Jesus. Nor do we have to fear the final judgment of Christ if we are in Christ Jesus. What truths we can cling to in the moments of despair, in the moments of struggle, to know that I don't have to live in condemnation. I don't have to fear God. I don't have to, in the sense of receiving a final judgment, being judged by him, that I live free in Christ through the Spirit, and I stand absolutely forgiven and redeemed by God. That yesterday, as we read um, in our congregational reading yesterday, uh, and we and was reading uh, Romans eight at the end, uh, this just—I don't know—it overwhelmed my heart yesterday, just to think about these truths. And I wanted to share that with you this morning. I hope it's been a blessing to you as it was to me yesterday. I thought about that all day yesterday and last night. Um, and was excited to share that with you this morning. Um, I want you guys to know how much I love you, how much I pray for you. Uh, those who are watching and those who will watch later, you are such a blessing. And I just feel honored to be able to do these devotions and share God's word with you. And I, I pray it brings some encouragement to you, especially this one this morning. All right, we're going to pray and then we're going to end it out this morning. And before we end it out, though, I just want to remind you, you guys need to send me a message uh, about a book of the Bible after we get through First John that you would like me to work through. And I will work through that. Uh, send me some suggestions and we'll go from there. All right. Well, let's pray. Father, we are so grateful. Oh, we are so grateful for all you have done for us in your son, Jesus Christ. We're so thankful that we don't have to live under condemnation, under the law. We don't have to li live under guilt and shame. Christ carried that for us at Calvary. He fulfilled the law for us. Oh, what a great truth this morning. Nor if we are in Christ, nor do we have to fear the final judgment because Christ received the judgment for us in his body. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that. And Father, I pray that if there's one person that watches this that does not know you, that the Holy Spirit would speak to their hearts and just draw them to Jesus so that they would never have to live under condemnation, guilt, shame, nor would they ever have to fear the final judgment, that they could live in peace with you, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Love you guys.